What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes. Uh, this episode, we do not have our standard intro. Um, instead, we'll be replacing our intro this uh, episode in honor of a memory and of a moment of silence uh, for the staff and the children that were lost in Texas. So, moment of silence, everyone. And we're back. That sucks, man. Like, it really does. Sad world these days. Yes, it is. It really is. But we are here. Another week of wrestling in the books with AEW Double or Nothing coming up in just about an hour and a half, an hour or so, I'd say. An hour. Hour, ten minutes to be exact at the time of recording. In 20 seconds. Perfect. Breath. <laughs> but uh, there's been some other news before we get to double or nothing predictions. So, um, yeah, The Rock's daughter. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter. Simone Johnson. As we we talked about her a little bit on the last episode of the podcast, um, this episode we're here to tell you that she underwent a name change. How dog shit awful. But expected. Honestly, though, I kind of like it. I'm not even gonna front. It's not. It's not that bad of a name, Ava Rain. I'm going to be that guy who's gonna remain unbiased. I'm gonna go right down the middle and say it sucks and it's stupid. Okay, John. What do you think? No comment. Okay, John's choosing not to comment this time. I know WWE is like now in the business of like changing names. They made their whole statement about that. Because yeah. they want to help, like, make these stars and make it feel like their own. But it's not even spelled Reigns like fucking Roman Reigns. It has an A in it. And it ends in an E. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. That would trigger my English teacher so much. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with Simone Johnson either. Nope. The way I see it is that, like, it, yes, it's The Rock's daughter. So, obviously... You want to try and keep that legacy. But with that being said, it's also just like, not only is that not what WWE had originally in, like, like envisioned, but it also gives Simone a chance to create her own legacy. I feel and, like that slogan is just ingrained with WWE's fucking creative booking. WWE, then, now, forever. Also, not what you expected, LOL. <laughs> it hits different. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I don't mind the name change. I mean, I mean, everyone kind of hated Braun Breaker at first. I mean, me and me included. I still hate it now. I mean, I like the wrestler. I just hate the name. I mean, me included. But then I saw that the name Breaker was actually his nickname in college on the football team. Mm. So he kind of incorporated that with his WWE gimmick. They just kind of gave him the name Braun. But the Braun Strowman got released. Spelled differently, buddy. True. Spelled, I mean, pronounced the same, though. But, I mean, we'll see what happens with her. Hopefully they don't, like, you know, treat her like garbage. I mean. It's the Rock's daughter. It's the Rock's daughter. I mean, come on. 
Look at how much of the dynasty is there. You have Sola Sokoa. You got Jimmy and Jey Uso. Sorry, Naomi. You used to have Na Naya. You have Roman. Tamina. Tamina's still there. Then they gave up on her tag team with Natalia, which actually sucked because it was actually going down the route of like Owen and like uh, fucking Yokozuna. Yeah. No. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with her. I mean, it's still too early to tell. She, she has back. been she training. Like, she got cleared from her injury. She got cleared from her injury. Was expecting to be put in the tournament, but didn't. So we'll see what's going on, like Simone, later. You're not going to call her Ava, are you? Why the fuck would I? <laughs> you're looking at me like, oh, like you're not going to do it. You're not going to be that guy. You're expecting me to conform. How adorable. Nick, are you one of those guys that call Walter Gunther? No, not okay. at all, actually. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, because there's a difference of a name being a simple name change and a named after a Nazi. That's you're two right. completely different categories. Yeah, he's still in the same part of that. Because there's the, there are the, some people that are like, oh, but oh. it's just Gunther. Oh, and, and the since, other uh, thing. And right. since we're on the topic of name changes they almost changed Ludwig's name almost almost again they almost made it instead of the W they replaced it with a V almost I don't think the trigger's been pulled on that but I've seen people reporting it and I wouldn't put them past it to do. Oh, as a person who is of German German dis descendants, that kind of just pisses me off. <laughs> I think the last time you talked about that, we were actually in this exact locale too. <laughs> yes, we were. But uh I was not, but they all were. But moving on. Hope to see good things come from Ava and or Simone, whatever you guys prefer to call her at this point. But um yeah, I know there have been other people calling other people names, mainly a bunch of people calling Ringside News a bunch of names and giving them obscure finger gestures and um, basically pissing on their plot every fucking chance they got this week, pretty much. The word transphobic but, got thrown around a lot. Yeah, I was just going to say, Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it's called for. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's very much called for. Yeah, definitely very much deserving. Because, yeah, the, the comments that they made with that was so, like, incredibly fucked up. So, uh, yeah, for those of you guys that don't know or follow Ringside News or any of that, um, basically, uh, they're under fire for transphobic, um, comments. Tweets. Or tweets. Slash you comments. Seen the tweets? No, I've seen the tweets. But I'm going to use them more as comments rather than tweets. I'm going to say comments because they were comments. Um, That's how it happened to be in the, in the form of tweets. Exactly. Thank you, Mike. So um, the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they're pretty gnarly. They're, they're pretty gnarly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought they were kind of nuts after they started like tar targeting like... Wow. Sean Ross Sapp and uh, Adam Schur and all them. Denise I'm like, Salcedo was one I didn't know about yeah. until people started to talk about uh, their tweets towards uh, Nyla Rose a couple days ago. I found out about these tweets through the Twitter notification. So my Twitter goes off, and it's the quote from freaking Nyla Rose. So I was interested just because it sounded funny as shit. In the freaking tweet, it said... He, 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 you said strap on. <laughs> and that was the only part I saw. And I'm like, 
this is out of context. I feel I have to fucking know what the hell I'm talking about. So I clicked on it. And I'm like, she retweeted ringside news. Go click on it. And there's this whole fucking stream of shit. And like screenshots of like other people replying within a tweet, like the subtweet and everything. Posting about how they were like saying like Nyla Rose has like, you know, male genitalia of that nature, like in a derogatory way. And also, like, you know, saying that they put their top women's title, like, on a man and all these, like, yeah. controversial things. And everyone is saying, oh, yo, transphobic, transphobic. And this is not, like, a fan. This is, like, a news outlet doing this. Yeah, this isn't someone that's got nothing better to do with their lives than sit in their basement and, you know, make horrible comments at people. Now, Ringside no, News this is an actual been... established news company yeah like ringside news has been uh established as that uh average stereotypical wrestling dirt sheet mm -hmm. it was the always classic take it with a pinch of salt it's not always true where you get the biggest like shit of the litter when it comes to gossip and wrestling that may not be true and possibly is not true but they'll post it anyway They'll even make up their own stories just to get you to click on it. And they actually have admitted it on mm -hmm. Twitter. No, the one I remember was when they tried to take credit for breaking the news of CM Punk's return when that was Sean Ross Sapp. Yeah. That one I knew about. I didn't know they went after Denise Salcedo, which how the hell do you go after Denise Salcedo? She's so fucking cool. Like, she's a fucking figure. She fucking does it, did an announcement for GCW. And she's a fucking podcaster. Literally. How could you hate Denise Salcedo? I don't know, Denise, man. you're the shit, along I with fucking know. Sap. Sap. So, uh, basically, going after Nyla and, like, you know, like, if you didn't know, she was, like, I think the first trans woman signed to a wrestling promotion, like, openly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so... There was that. There was, like, the whole sunny thing. So, AEW started off being very inclusive. And it's been that way ever since. Even before they started wrestling, when you had those same type of people making those comments when she signed. Because I remember that. Mm -hmm. yep. And then when everybody saw her fucking wrestle and dropped that fucking knee over uh, Riho and Yuka Zakazaki at Fighter Fest, everyone shut the hell up. Because yep. it was just like, that's crazy good. But... When they started putting out those tweets, I was just like, that's it. Like, you're done. I'm like, it, because it, it, they all were, they already were fucking weird because in their freaking story bubbles where they would have links to their articles, there would be stupid things in there that articles they wrote. This is by ringside. And it's like, oh, Tennille Dashwood in a skimpy, like, bikini suit on the beaches of, like, freaking Barbados or something like that. Or uh, Selena bears it all in, like, sultry, like, top. And I'm just like, how the fuck is this wrestling news? Mm -hmm. And it's always there. Like, wait until, like, freaking this week pops off. If somebody just by pure torture alone or whatever reason still follows these guys, like, just go through it. Like, you'll see, like, an article that says, like, oh, this person in a bikini or this person posting something for their OnlyFans. It's like, first of all, who the fuck cares? Unless it's, like, really, like, news where, like, there's more to it that that you would feel the public has to know from this, like, 
wrestling spectrum of it, then do it. But so far, it's like almost within their own interest, and it's somehow a fan like news source that just blew up that I think everybody has just kind of dealt with this whole time, and now people are sick of it. And honestly, I'm surprised it lasted this long. My TED talk is now over. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know I went off for a while. I mean, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave it at this. Uh, us over here at High Side of the Ropes will not tolerate any form of racism, homophobic, um, transphobic. We will not tolerate anything to that nature. So we have gone ahead and unfollowed them and blocked them. Um, we don't want to be in that area of um, hate. hate. But since it is wrestling news, we did have to cover something about it. So we're just going to leave it there. And we're going to move on to the next subject. Mm-hmm. Um, also for fu- uh, fucking people like aspiring like us to talk about the news. Like, you know, like us, we joke and shit to end it on this fucking final thing. We joke, but we always try and stay biased through at least the most shit. Yes. Yeah. Remember to like state your opinion about it and say it is your opinion, but always, you know, separate like, you know, the journalist side from the fan side. Exactly. They did not. Don't be like them. Be smarter. Yes. And to kind of put the nail in the coffin on this, as what I am going to presume is the only LGBTQIA plus person in the car that are recording this at this time. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, ringside. <laughs> All right. Actually, so, fuck ringside news. Moving on. Um, m- moving on. There's been some more, uh, just damn, like, what is up with people, man? Jake Atlas, bro. Oh, yeah, him getting uh, arrested earlier on in the week that broke. Yep. All right, so (sighs) I found this just scrolling through my feed. And also, right as I started to send it to everybody, it was like right around the time that's what they had just sent to me about a couple seconds earlier. So, Jake Atlas, if you don't remember, wrestled in NXT for a while. Uh, Also wrestled for Dynamite. But he was not really going to wrestle at one point after his release. He actually stated that he was going to retire. So, when he uh, showed up and wrestled for Dynamite, it was actually quite a bit of fanfare. But, yeah, uh, he got arrested recently with a mugshot getting released. And it is for domestic violence. Wow. Yeah. Not a whole lot to really add there. Uh, just, yeah, like I said, wrestling news, folks. Yeah, I, I say, like, what kind of like really shocks me is that, like, I say, for whoever was there, we saw him debut in in Prudential Center at the beginning of the year, mm. and he got hurt. Mm. Yeah. So it's just like weird to see how, a, a, a little almost five months later, I so said like 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 four and three weeks or something like that. It's like to see that coming up it's like it's really interesting because it's because it kind of also just de- deals into like the realm of like how injuries can affect one's mental what like one, one's mental state yeah mm-hmm. so he was arrested in orlando the date was filed as the 23rd let's see they have the judge which is wayne J- jay shoemaker the status is open and to go down some of the other things, the charges, uh, battery, domestic violence, statue, and first-degree misdemeanor. 
probably still awaiting a court date. Yeah. Yep. Well, but that's the news on that. Uh, or at least specifically him. Some light at the uh, the end of the dark tunnel that we've traveled on so far to mm-hmm. this, through this episode. To move into a happier note. Um, congratulations to Andrade and Charlotte on getting mm-hmm. married. Big congratulations are in order. She is now Charlotte El Idolo, <laughs> and all is right with the world. I was thinking Charlotte Cien Almas. <laughs> she doesn't come back with that name. That's a missed opportunity. That's what I was no, thinking. I'm like, yo, Charlotte Cien Almas. <laughs> yo, she's got to come back with that name. She has to. Yeah, we, we, we don't like name changes around here, but we'll take this. It's a last easily. name change. <laughs> You're right. It's still a name change, though. It's a cool little callback. Yeah. People will be like, oh, we got a name change. What? Stephanie McMahon to Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon McIntyre. <laughs> In my universe, Morta had. Drew wow! That's a meme! Right. That's a meme! What? So, in my universe mode. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, anyway. What? Oh, God. But, yeah, congratulations to those two. It, it, it's amazing to see. Love um, wins. Yeah, like, the photos and videos just started to get out, like, Flair and even uh, his ex-wife, Wendy Barlow, was there. Mm-hmm. So, Ray was there. Hmm? Ray was there. Finn was there. Yeah. People Ma- People Magazine was there. Sin Cara was there. Russell was there. The fact that Sin Cara wore his mask and Ray Mysterio <laughs> did it is a crime. <laughs> How can you let us down, Ray? I know you unmasked in fucking Nitro back when you were, like, you know, a boy. But come on, man. I forgot the name of that wrestler. Not but only the one that. that got buried with his mask on. I think that was El Santos. Not only that. But come on. Like, be that, Ray. Not only that. A re- be that. A wrestler at a wrestler at a wrestling wedding <laughs> didn't wear a wrestling mask. Think about that. Nobody wow. showed up in full gimmick. Wow. Yeah, no one showed up full gimmick. No full gear. Full gear. But never again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh yeah, so a WWE money in the bank truck apparently. This was post I, I think the post was started coming out earlier today. Yeah, 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 it was, it was this morning. Um started circling around uh, uh, yeah, the uh, the T-Mobile Arena, and the money in the bank truck had Cody's face on it. Well, they're working that arena now because that's the arena they downgraded to. I uh, whether or not it was an intentional troll move, I don't know. It could be working that market early because they have to get that venue. But it could it's be still kind of funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny, but at the same time, I mean, if it is a troll move, John, you and me were talking about this. Yeah. If it is, a, in fact, a troll move, why, why? You have no reason to anymore. Nope. You didn't sell out an arena. A stadium. Or a stadium. You didn't sell out a stadium. You had to go to a smaller venue. You had, you, you advertised the event a year in advance. And you send Cody out to Allegiant Stadium to film a promo for it to air it on WrestleMania Backlash and not even two weeks later announce, yeah, we didn't sell enough tickets because we, we fucking suck ass. Now we're going to T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, I remember when they announced that it was no, going to no, be no, at a stadium They're, they're like going to MGM. Year. Yeah. Was I that? mean... Oh, MGM, that's it, yeah. I mean, the only thing you can argue there is, all right, you won, you got, I mean, you got Cody. Yeah. But money in the bank, it's not even like... 
a stadium show anymore. It's no. like you had to downgrade. I'll say they essentially tried to make money to make one like like I, one of the big five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say they essentially tried to make it a big five. Yeah. When that's, it's, I mean, like, yes, it's it's one of the more important pay per views of the year, but it's just like it's not a big four. In reality, it belongs at Mania or Survivor Series, considering it's called Survivor Series, and have that money to make beyond that. I don't see what the issue is there. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I don't see things being wrong with it being its own pay per view. Right. I don't but, either. But again, it's just not a like, like it is the fifth top pay per view of the year. It is. But it's not a. I really wouldn't. I say outside of the ladder matches, I wouldn't consider it a big pay per view. I mean, it used to kind of be looked at as a big five, and that was more or less after CM Punk's treatment of, like, their second-ever pay-per-view that just got high expectations for everyone. Because looking back, that Money in the Bank was actually pretty solid for the time. It was. And I feel is like, almost a victim of, like, going with the flow a little bit too late. I feel the flow of making this a big four has kind of gone passe with it. The fact that you couldn't even sell this out, like... I remember when they announced it. Like, oh, Money in the Bank is going to be in a stadium? I was actually kind of shocked because it's like, this is Money in the Bank. This isn't a rumble. This isn't a big four where it's like you're more than likely going to fill out a stadium. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, the Saudi shows are always going to do that because it's like Mm -hmm. a Saudi show or like even their big super pay-per-views like when they go to like Aussie or something. Yeah. But um, it was like, it bugged me that they're doing that. I'm like, um... I can't wait to see what the card's going to look like. We don't even know what the card's going to look like. They booked that weird promo that they said, like, the winner's going to main event at WrestleMania. WrestleMania, Which isn't true. And it confused the hell out of everybody. And everybody's like, wait, so they changed the stipulation. And it was like, oh, no, it was a line that Cody said. But it still applies. And it's like, how does it still apply? And they were saying like, oh, well, you could cash in that mania. It's like, so you basically just remembered that fucking you could cash in that mania? Um, Okay, so it's not a rule change. Just that you guys confused the hell out of everyone by not making sense. All right. So then it was announced that they changed venues from Allegiant to MJM, which is where Double or Nothing is today. No. Mm -hmm. M- M- J- I, th- I think MGM's at T-Mobile. Oh, uh... No, 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 Double Nothing's at T-Mobile, excuse me. Yeah, they're working at the same venue. Yeah. No. No. I believe it's the d- same d- venue. D- Double, Double or Nothing's working at T-Mobile Arena, while, okay. Money, while Money in the Bank will, will be at MGM Grand Garden Arena. Oh, Grand Garden. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh... Oh, yeah, because they have Grand Garden. All right, so it is Grand Garden. But that's uh, where the first Double or Nothing yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's where my yeah, I, 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 up until I the, thought it was where the first one yeah. was and where this one is. I'll I, I say, up until this year, every Double or Nothing has been at MGM. All right, no, except for the second one. That one was, like, I think, Daily's Place. Oh, yeah, because of know, COVID. Yeah. Cyrus. But, yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but besides that, every other until... Er, every, besides that one, every other until this year has been at MGM. And that's where WWE's going for Money in the Bank. Yeah, 2021, I think, was the Daily's Place, too. That was the first yeah. one with fans. Oh, well, yeah, two at Daily's Place. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah 2020, <laughs> 2021, yeah. I had a thing like, one with fans, one without. That was pretty cool. So, so yeah, so, I mean, the way you think about it, AEW is moving into a bigger arena, while WWE is moving into a smaller arena. That's funny. Yeah. But it was also crazy, because they're going up against, like, UFC on International Fight Week. Yeah. Which yeah. is suicide. You got the Hall of Fame there when, for when, the UFC going. Which, which is probably also why they couldn't get T-Mobile. Yeah. Because because they would not because they probably would not have been able to cre- create a stage and like all that within twenty with, within what what would have ended up being like 
like 12 hours. Not even. Could be. Yeah. Also, International Fight Weeks, the fights go hard, so most people have a better chance of watching all the damn fights on the fight card, which usually start in the mid-afternoon. And what time does the pay-per-view start? Oh, yeah, evening. UFC starts their pre-card shit at fucking three. Yeah. And then by like around eight, hey, guess what? Everyone fought from pre- every pre- single yeah. division everywhere. Say, and now we can card. start with the main card. No, I was going to say pre- prelim cards are going to start. Yeah, prelim cards start at eight. The main, main card doesn't start till ten. Yeah. Well, some of them start mad early. I remember like some of them, it's like, oh, hey, we have this card like at freaking like four in the afternoon. Yeah, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say that that's usually if they're in, uh, in like international. Yeah, those are ones that I remember because it just stretches that long. Yeah, because like I know like and it covers like their whole plans for the day. Yeah, because like because yeah. Abu, Abu Dhabi they they start at like eleven a.m. Fight Island. Uh, yeah, I say London usually starts at like at like four or five, I think. Mm-hmm. I say it's just a matter of time zone differences, you know. Um, was it a troll move? Who knows? Was it just coincidence to promote their own show in nah. the same they, 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 they did that area? On who knows? They, they, they did that on purpose. Let's say, I said, well, whether it was Vince or it was someone who wanted to be on, who wanted to be on Vince's side, it was on purpose. I mean, I'm leaning toward more of that. I was leaning more toward that anyway. The more because, you think about it, it's like because, it may have just been for promotion. Sorry to cut in. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't care. It Go may for have it. been for promotion, but also. It, Look at what day it is and what exactly. show is happening that, that today. Like, come on. Exactly. Like, yeah. But again, at the same time, I don't see the bragging rights. Again, like, I mean, aside from Cody, I, I don't see why you're bragging about moving to a smaller arena. Yeah. But moving on. Shit. Um, everyone, I'm pretty sure, heard this already. Um, MJF was reportedly took a flight out of Las Vegas and then it was revealed that he was he didn't take a plane out of Las Vegas but he had booked but the he flight had booked from the like flight. Vegas to Newark yeah yeah uh, I said from what I heard there, there there was a flight at the very least booked a red, a red eye from Vegas to, to Newark and shit all right so so I just feel sorry for war this this I I don't listen it's to the point where we don't, you we, don't, we don't you, even actually know if he's going to show you, up tonight. So here's the thing about you, that. No, not even that. He you don't know something. if it's really found, a work. True. I found something on Twitter from Dave Meltzer himself. He's at the arena during the media scrum before the show. It was revealed that Wardlow versus MJF is happening and is kicking off the show. Really? So it looks like MJF agreed to do it, but he's leaving right after. Really? So somebody compared I it to... I smell a work! Somebody compared it to Jarrett and Hogan. With uh, Jarrett laying down. It, it could. Ooh. This is fucking interesting. Ooh, <laughs> my God. I, it feels like it works so much. Just because Tony even said in the thing, like, oh, you like it when frick, like, you like it when uh, stuff like this is broiled in the situation and so close to reality because it makes it feel more real and it's what is like about the fandom and everything. And that's when he put out that tweet and then took it down. And I'm like, come on! Here's it's my, in the fucking message! Here's my thing, though. Why would he risk losing money from the meet and greets, though? Uh, that's the thing. It's a meet and greet, and also it's MJF. He's made it abundantly clear that he, like, believes in holding to kayfabe more than uh, P- 
people do nowadays, but like how they did back in the old days, like His where who you were is who you are in public, like and who you were in the ring is who you are outside of it. His parents even play along with it. <laughs> Holy shit! Like he literally eats, sleeps, and breathes Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Like he is that person. That's but, why like I just he's, smell he's, like this to be a work because it feels like the biggest one they could do ever. But uh, I guess that's going to roll into our next topic. We'll be back with uh, Double or Nothing predictions, and that'll be happening in just a short 45 minutes. We'll be right back. What is up, everybody? We are back. And with... Well, the pre-show is going on now, I believe. It's time for predictions. Nice. I like the Yu-Gi-Oh segue. That was Thank dope. You. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> but yeah, we're Weed. it's time for <laughs> double or nothing predictions. Tonight is a stacked card with 12 matches, 12 matches, 12 matches, 12 matches, 12 matches. I'm going to stop there. I don't feel like saying the rest. I don't think he knew when to stop. I, did, I was actually counting. I already lost count. I was at five. Um, <laughs> Six comes after five. Then yeah, seven. It's seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and then twelve. Yep. Not twenty-one. Right. So, oh God. <laughs> I guess let's kick things off with, well, the pre-show match is happening as, we're, as we speak. Hookhausen. Yeah, Hookhausen yeah. versus Tony Neeson, Smart Mark Sterling. Hookhausen. Hookhausen. Uh, I'm still going to go Hookhausen, even though it's probably either ha- at the end or over by now. The biggest team yeah. since the Mega Powers. Oh, they got to win. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so moving into the main show. I'll say this is in no particular order of how the cards got to actually be. We don't actually know that except for, main, for the main event. Um, so actually, starting, actually, we do know that. We know the first, first, two first two matches. True. I say, reportedly, at least the first two matches. Well, the first. According to Dave Meltzer, so blame him. (laughs) According to Dave Meltzer, if you if you listen to the last uh, like twenty seconds or so of the first half of the show, um, MJF MJF and Wardlow's match is going on first. Wardlow's winning. Wardlow. Wardlow. Wardlow's winning. Before uh, this whole thing started to kip up, uh, yeah, kip up. (laughs) Before this whole thing started to kip up and all on all this uh, bullshit, um, I. I really think it's an angle. If they really start to talk about this on commentary, I know it is. I just think with uh, how much of Tony Khan of a wrestling fan he is and how much he knows that everyone loves that realism and that reality to it that blurs the lines. That's why Punk is there. And it works so perfectly. And now like they have that going and teetering in one direction that I think is going to happen that I'll go into later, but... I think this is a work. I don't want to say it is one until I see it for myself. Because, like, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And sometimes it's just fucking smoke. I mean, it could be. It couldn't be. MJF is probably one of the best heels in the business right now. So I re- he really makes it believable if it isn't. Because he's going to go by that, like, uh kayfabe mantra of who I am in the ring is what you're going to get outside just because you never know if the camera's on you. Exactly. And this seems like the angle for him. Exactly. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I say, like, this sounds like the angle. Like, it sounds like this is what's going to happen leading up into whatever the payoff is, which I think could be a world title. 
like, at the end of his contract, like, days, like Punk, except, like, unlike Punk, he had a gradual, uh, organic face turn just because everyone loved it, and it was, like, the biggest promo to ever happen on Raw for such, like, a long time at that point. Yep. So, it organically turned him face and just made him this big, huge cult hero. Yep. I feel it's the exact opposite for MJF, and he's going to milk every heel thing out of it that he can, and since it's AEW, there's basically no restrictions. So it's going to be throwing a lot of fucking phrases, a lot of jabs and insults that's probably going to feel like lowballing. Yeah. And I feel that's intentional because that's by design. So... I got to say Wardlow. Also, like, you know, it's freaking Wardlow here. If you guys didn't do anything with him coming this far just to, like, you know, lose, it's kind of just like, okay, we're giving MJF his heat back. So I can just see this being one gigantic work. Uh, Wardlow gets his whole payoff with uh, MJF and starts to go down his own singles run. Uh, from what I hear, like, he's probably going to get War Pigs by freaking Black Sabbath played <laughs> as his music eventually. That's a lot of things that people are saying. It's like t- Tony Khan should probably look into getting that song, like, copyrighted for his entrance since now he has none. It kind of seems appropriate that he went from having his uh, other one that was just the This Is War screaming over and over again. Yeah. Uh, to no music, so it'd kind of be fitting to go into the new one for him with this program being over. I kind of hope they don't stick around after this, but, um, man, this feels like, this just feels like such a work to me. And it feels like, it feels like the Aries thing from Bound for Glory, but before the match happened. And Uh, you know something's going to go down, too. I'm going to go with Wardlow to win. I have a funny feeling. Mm. Yeah, same. The way I see it is this double or nothing kind of feels very semblant of the MJF Cody storyline in terms of the stipulations of the matches. Mm-hmm. Because, especially in this match where Wardlow had to go through the lashings, yep. Wardlow had to go through a steel cage match, yep. and stuff like that. Um, so, ladder, ladder moves. Yeah. So it just feels as if. Uh, because the way that MJF and Cody ran it, mm-hmm. MJF won. Yeah. So I don't feel as if they're going to repeat the same outcome of a former story, especially now that the person that was once involved in that story is no longer part of the company. Stipulation also gives it away. If Wardlow yeah. uh, loses, he can't wrestle for AEW. It's kind yeah. of self-explanatory yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. Exactly. It was just like, we're just like looking for our way of how we're going to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah, so... Or, though. Definitely. Yep. So, what yep. do we got next on the card? All right. So, again, Sabina, we, we mentioned it earlier. Allegedly. We, we have two <laughs> matches reported to be yep. so first and second. coming up second was Bucks and Hardys. Elite versus Delete. And holy shit, this could potentially be match of the night. This ah, is a hard one. This is a very difficult one. I'm going to go Bucks. I, I am, however, yeah. also going to go Bucks. I mean, I'm wearing, wearing, the, sh- I'm wearing yeah. the shirt right now. So, I mean, I got to go Bucks for this one. I think this is, I think if anything, this is probably the match 
where the Hardys pass the torch down to the Bucks as, mm-hmm. like, the greatest tag team in the world. Yeah. Uh, like, Generation Hardy 2.0, here you go, congratulations. Yeah. definitely a, a passing of, like, hey, we are the, like, like, like the millennial era best tag team in the world. You now have proclaimed this title of, like, Gen Z best tag team in the world. Exactly. Um, yeah, I got Bucks winning this one. I say plus also does makes really good television for for the eventual undisputed elite breakup. You're right. What about you guys? What do you think? Bucks. Bucks. Want to say Hardys because you can take out the outside interference because Cole's wrestling. Mm. That only leaves you with freaking cold ass Brandon Cutler. <laughs> and Bobby Fish. And also, yeah, well, yeah, there is Bobby Fish. How yeah. much fish could Bobby Fish fry? Bobby, Bobby fish, fish could fry fish. fish. Um, that does leave fish. I don't know if he's going to show up, but O'Reilly has his match with freaking Darby later. Yep. So almost everybody is spoken for except for fish. Yeah. And fish has that relationship, a better relationship more with uh, Kyle and fucking Cole. So mm. I can maybe not see him running in, but also like uh, to what Mike said, you also have, to, you also could take in. Hardy's winning to play into the elite's breakdown. Yeah. Because of, like, you know, the undisputed end of it starting to take more of, like, the reins mm-hmm. since Kenny is not really there. Yeah. Mm. That could be a possibility because you have Hardy's win to set that up further. Uh, I'll probably say Bucks just because I don't see outside interference more than fucking Cutler getting super kicked off the apron. Okay. All right, so all of us clean sweep for the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, but also I could see this match going a long while. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. If this match doesn't go like at least fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, say if it, if, it, if it doesn't go at least twenty minutes, then like yeah, it's gonna be an issue. I, I'll say Bucks, but barely. I could say I could still uh, see Hardy's winning, but I'm going with Bucks. All right. All right. So moving on. Moving into our first match, in which it's just like the random order. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. Going Darby. Yeah, I'm going to say Darby on this one. I'll say Darby. Also around, the, uh, also Sting's not going to be there. Sting has like a little like injury. It's not bad, but you know, it's like enough yeah. to keep him off TV. That's why they gave him uh, the pilmanization of his ankle yeah. by O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say, I think it's going to be Darby. On, I'll say, honestly, I'll say, everybody's been talking about, about show matches that can steal a show. Truthfully, this could. This Absolutely. very much could. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because they have two completely different styles that I think would work very well together since they know how to like use it and play off of each yeah. other. And plus, and plus, they are all. I'll say plus, they are also very much both technical in their styles. Cough and drop into a fucking knee strike to your spine. Do it, you coward. Yeah, <laughs> or, or or cough cough and drop raw out of the way into an e bar. No, like I mean, like he's gonna fucking go for a fucking coffin drop and yeah, not even I, know this dude's standing at a running knee to his fucking spinal cord. Yeah, I, I, V trigger yeah. to your spine, bitch. Charles <laughs> Xavier. So, do, so does everyone have? Dar- I'm guessing everyone has Darby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Clean sleep for Darby. All right. So moving into the next match for the TBS title, uh, in where Kira uh, Hogan, Red Velvet, Chris Statlander, and Ruby Soho are all barred from ringside. Jade Cargill defends against Anna Jay. Cool story. Jade Cargill. <laughs> Jade. Yeah. It's gonna be Jade. Yeah, I, 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 I really don't buy anybody taking that title off, title off Jade Cargill right now. Except maybe Ruby. Uh, it can't be Ruby. I'm gonna say Anna. 
Okay. And I'm and it's not just biased because I love her. Okay, so that's like, fine. I'll say, the way I think about it is, I'll say, Jade has held this title since January. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, I, I'll say, she's been a really good fighting champion. I mean, obviously, she's, she's like, what, like 32 and 0 or something like that? Yeah. Yep. A little bit over 30. I'll say, I wouldn't exactly say that Anna is the right person to take it off of her. But I feel as if someone has to take it all off of her soon or else it's going to get stale. No, so this is the second time that uh, she's faced her, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like I, said, I just feel it's just a matter of someone has to take it off of Jade before before Jade gets stale. You're right. And I think that while she, Anna, Anna might not be the person to do it, I think it's the time to do it. All right. So three for Jade, one for Anna. Yeah, I'm going with Jade because I okay. think the baddies thing is at least new enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To where you could at least have like a breakup angle and still work all that and still stretch that streak by still having some story in it. You could. Because it's like, okay, obviously they're going to be roading together. you got some of your build right there, yeah. if they are. So it's like, you know, there's that. But, yeah, I got, I got Jade in this. I don't see Anna J beating her, although I really kind of low-key would like to see that for her. But I don't think this is the right time or the right opponent. No. All right, so moving forward then. Uh, six-man tag, House of Black versus Death Triangle. <laughs> I got the House of Black. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I'm. I might change it to fucking Death Triangle, just because this is the first one where Ray is back. You're right. Mm-hmm. But I'm still gonna stick with House of Black. I'm going to probably say House of Black, still, just because they haven't fully disclosed that Julia Hart thing. I know some people. Have gotten upset because, like, it's taken so long for them to actually <laughs> fully acknowledge that whole thing with Julia. But, you know, one, they got other stuff going on. And two, well, that's just one of the things that AEW has. Like, not enough hours, not enough stuff to put on. And also, they do cut some shit, but... No. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say House of Black. Uh, I can still see the... Heart thing or the varsity blondes playing a factor, they could still show up just because House of Black beat the shit out of them earlier. Yeah. And could inadvertently cost Triangle if they do show up. Mm-hmm. Or either way, Brody King could just fucking start mauling through everyone. True. <laughs> yeah. So two for the House of Black so far. Make that three. Three for the House of Black said, so I, far. With, with that being said, I definitely do see Julia playing some sort of role in this, whether it's her officially joining them or her costing them, I definitely feel it's going to be some sort of Julia interference that determines anything. Okay. I am going to have to say Death Triangle. Okay. Um, and also bring in the fucking six-man titles, titles ASAP because I need them shits in my veins since AW Day 1. I don't care if it's when Kenny gets back or if it's tomorrow. I need them right now. I mean, their first trios match that the... They had, at least to my knowledge, that I really thought trios titles would work. Not their first trios match then, to correct it, uh, to correct myself. But uh, the Elite versus Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid at the first oh, fight yeah. fest. That was stupid good. Yeah. And really everyone good. shined. There wasn't a dull moment in any of it. 
And that's when I looked at as like trios titles as like more than just another like specific company's thing. Mm. Yeah. So I could definitely see that uh, title showing up eventually. I know uh, Tony Khan said that uh, he's waiting made. for Omega. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the to belt, introduce yeah. it. I'll say the belts are made. The belts are made already. Yeah. He said he has like several belts that are made that he just has like in the headquarters that he's never going to unveil. And I'm thinking in my head, several. Like, what other belts do you have? <laughs> Like, okay, probably, freaking... Probably a trios. Trios. Probably a, probably a women's tag. Ma- okay, women's tag. A TV but, title? But what are the other ones? TV title, maybe? There's a TNT I title. I we'll find and out. And TBS. You're right. That's it. So, uh, three House of Black and one Death Triangle. Correct. Okay. All right, moving forward. Let's do it. A six-person mixed tag match. American top team consisting of the men of the year and Paige Van Zant with Dan Lambert at ringside versus the team of Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, and Ty Conti with the stipulation that if American top team wins, neither Sammy Guevara nor Frankie Kazarian will ever be able to challenge for the TNT championship as long as Scorpio Sky is the TNT champion. Well, this sounds my, like my smoke break right here. <laughs> I don't know. I want to see it because Do they you? broke into American top team headquarters and stole all the belts. I mean, They I stole the BMF belt. They right. stole the UFC, like, I think, uh, they, women's belt. Yeah, I, I, I say, they, 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 they stole the old UFC belt. They stole the new UFC belt. I mean, I, mean, I, I miss those I old mean, UFC I, belts. I mean, when, they, when freaking Ty started posing with it, I was just like, leave the memories alone. I do <laughs> like the new ones, but I mean, it's like those ones that had, like, the cage in the background of, like, the plates were fucking amazing. I mean, I would like to see them. I want to see the match, too, especially the new uh, belt that uh, Scorpio has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's at the same, cool but belt. at the same time, I'm kind of tired of seeing Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara. It's just personal opinion. <laughs> I could see Scorpio winning, while at the same time well, yeah, see too. Sammy and Ty doing some fucking shenanigans with Frankie. Which, by the way, <sighs> I'm gonna go with American I'm Top gonna, Team to win. No, I'm gonna way. say this. Uh, like I said earlier, AW has its cons. Why the fuck is? Frankie Kazarian a heel or is he not a heel He's a face. with fucking Sammy because Sammy's a fucking heel with Ty they basically turned heel yeah they basically did a double turn yeah but it's so fucking weird why Frankie he was just a heel a second ago when you had Scorpio still stay heel this is dumb to I said, me. I, I, I would consider uh, Frankie a, a tweener in all of this. Yeah. It's just so, it's just weird ass backwards. It's like, here's your undying baby face two weeks ago. Oh, hey, he's heel. What? <laughs> and now he's f- friends with this heel. But, and uh, Scorpio on. Sky. What do you mean? You didn't even freaking make your prediction. I you did. just said he, it was he a smoke break. I did. He, he did. Oh, what'd you say? I said, I said American top team to win oh, yeah. regardless. American okay. top you? team. But I, American top team that I, but I think... You're trying should. to move on because that's your smoke break match. <laughs> I'm not trying to move on. I'm trying to... Well, actually... Rela- rela- kind of, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but real quick... You're like, stop talking about it. I don't like this match. Yep. Uh, I am going to go with Sammy, Frankie, and Ty only because of the, the, the thing that I mentioned earlier about, about the, st- the stipulations. Um, again, another stipulation in the, uh, in the Cody Jericho feud, or no, no, was it the Cody Jericho feud? Or it was, it was, yeah, it was some Co- feud. Well, one where, of the feuds where Cody couldn't challenge for the TN, for the world title. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, so I don't think that they're going to do that, especially since Sam, uh, it's like, 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 yeah, Sam's kind of been forced down our throats, but like, He's also the first three-time TNT champion for a reason. Mm-hmm. He has been very. Te- I'll say he. I'll say, in my honest opinion, he has carried the company what 
when and where Hegman has not. Uh, I, I say there haven't there haven't been too many instances in that case, but he has been there to carry the company when Hangman hasn't. Mm. All right, so moving forward, uh, three way tag for the WWE. Uh, WWE, excuse me. Ugh. Uh, AEW World. Botch. Yeah. JR. Ding. Uh, for the AEW uh, tag title, we've got uh, Dr- uh, Jurassic Express versus uh, Team Taz versus uh, Keith and Swerve. Okay. I, got, I got Jurassic Express, honestly. I'm going to go Team Taz. I am also going Team Taz. I, I, I think it's time. Yeah. I think it's time to pull the trigger. I, especially just for Ricky alone. Yes. Like, 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 I, like I love Hobbs, but just fucking Ricky alone deserves Hobbs something. Is, Hobbs is a character, bro. Off screen, he's funny oh, as oh, hell. Yeah. But, but yeah, I truthfully, I say, especially, did you, I mean, granted, it's a, it was his hometown, but do you guys hear the, the ovation he got in New Orleans? Yeah. 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 It's time. I say, though, what do you boys think? I don't think it's Swerve and Lee, even though I think they're going to have, like, a lot of the best spots. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, 100%. There's a high likelihood it could be Jurassic Express. Mm. And I just, for me, I'm just a little bit tired of, like, seeing them just because they haven't been in a much high-profile feud. It's just been them versus several teams, and that's their feud. And it's just at a pay-per-view, and then that's it. Yeah. Honestly, I think Jurassic Express will retain, but I think when they do lose the titles eventually, Christian will be the one that costs them the titles. Fair enough. All right. So... Um, I don't want to say Team Taz just because it doesn't feel like that team. Okay. So I'm going to say Jurassic Express as well. All right, so, so two, two for Jurassic, two for Taz. Yep. All right. Uh, next, uh, Anarchy, Anarchy in the Arena. Jericho Appreciation Society. I'm, I'm, let's say versus Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, and the BCC. I'm just going to call him Team Kingston for short. Yeah, we'll go with that. Because it's, it's kind of, he's essentially the captain, in terms of storyline, at least. So, I feel like my heart is telling me, and for the sake of our fantasy draft, shout out <laughs> to uh, Cheap Pop and Wrestling for Life, by the way. Awesome fantasy league going on. Good luck. Thank tonight. you for thank you for also pointing out on your statuses that we just completely fucked ourselves with uh, one of the, with uh, one of the matches happening tonight. Spoken like somebody else that's not in first place. <sighs> so, <laughs> but still good luck tonight. Still yeah. good luck tonight. Um, I want to say for the sake of the pick, Jericho Appreciation Society. I'll say J- I'll say JAS just because I see things breaking down between Kingston and Brian. Exactly. Yeah, I'll say it, it, it's very difficult to pick a winner here. It's very difficult to because pick a winner because it's like you want to see Team Kingston win for like the resolution of a, of a storyline. Mm-hmm. But it's like with that being said, if Team Kingston wins, what does that mean for the JAS? Exactly. Because they don't really have too much elsewhere to go without that. Exactly. Um, I'll say, up until now, pretty much, because I pretty much just like, started thinking about this now, I was going to go to Team Kingston, but I think I'm going to switch. I'm going to go uh, Jericho. Appreciate right, so, society. John, that leaves you, friend. Honestly, same as Mike. Originally, I was thinking uh, Team Kingston, but then again, Jericho Appreciation Society. Like, I don't think if they lose... I think if they lose, they don't, they don't have anywhere to go from here, so I think it's just... A safe bet to pick them uh, to win. All right, so clean sweep for Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. 
Okay, moving on up. All right. In the Women's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Final, we have Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Ruby Soho. I'm going to go Ruby. Me too. I got to say Ruby because I'm going to be absolutely annoyed if they just give it to Britt Baker because Ruby has been busting her ass. And besides winning uh, the Casino Battle Royale at All Out, they haven't really done much with her. No, they haven't. Besides, oh, hey, you made it to the finals of the TBS tournament. Cool. Here's Jade's title. <laughs> yes, I also am going to say Ruby. With that being said, I think that Jamie Hager is going to get involved in this somehow. Oh, somehow, yeah. It'll happen. There's gonna be heel, there's gonna be heel shenanigans. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I think I think Jamie's Jamie's gonna cost Brit somehow. Ooh. Because I think that's gonna because I will say because I was literally listening to an interview with What Culture today, where she was like, yeah, I would definitely love to be part of the BCC one day. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And like, yeah, it kind of kind of feels as if there's like tension starting to build within the, the trio of them, mm. or, or, at, at least between Brit and. Uh, Jamie. Jamie, thank you. Well, uh, Tony pretty much is starting to stir it by saying you can't win a match without your friends, and then she does. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah well, so. not uh, well. She wins one with her friends, not without. I mean, yeah. So yeah. It's, <laughs> so yeah. So, so, yeah I, I, think, I think I think that's how we're gonna start a new feud. I think we're gonna. I think I'm gonna stay with Ruby as the win. Yeah. On this one, everyone clean sweep for Ruby. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. In the men's final, we got Samoa Joe. Versus Adam Cole, baby. baby. And that's my pick, Adam Cole, baby. Where, where yeah. I'll say where Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Stottenham Singer mm. all barred from ringside. So with that being said. Joe. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Because, I mean, besides the, the, the world title matches, they haven't really done much for him either. Not only that, plus, all right, like. Adam Cole faced Hangman Adam uh, Page for, like, the title in two different matches. Yeah, but besides that, what else have they really done? They've been working the angle with the undisputed elite. <laughs> this could lead into that, though. Yeah, I, I say, and this is also just, like, a matter of... I, I, I feel as if it's, like, Joe has the ROH TV title. Yes. Uh, so I feel like they already have enough to be like, yeah... We don't have to worry about putting him over because he has the belt. Exactly. But I could see Jay White interfering on Cole's behalf. True. Could happen. Yeah. Could happen. I don't see that happening because look at it like this. You have Lethal and all them being banned from ringside who Joe is currently feuding with. So if Cole wins, he pinned the champion, then by proxy, he would have to essentially get a title match against Joe just because he pinned a champion. No. And for how for who Adam Cole is, why wouldn't he want a title shot from a champion he just pinned? Exactly. Yeah. So, also with uh, uh, Lethal, Dutt, and uh, Singh being banned from ringside, this feels like an easy win for Samoa Joe. Like, I don't think it's going to be easy, like, you know, like, oh, like, it's light work. I think it's going to be one amazing match that I'm actually surprised never happened in NXT, and it is a crime that it didn't. Moving on. All right, so moving on. For the AEW Women's World title, we got Thunder Rosa defending against Serena Deeb. Deeb. My my heart wants to say Deeb. I'm still going to say Deeb either way. I really want to say Deeb, but I'm gonna, I got to go Rosa. Yeah, I'm, I'm going th- Thunder Rosa. It's, I'll say it. Like, Fair enough. Like, 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 yes, her title reign has been boring, but it's also just like, it just hasn't really, it hasn't been long enough yet. Well, at least we found Carmen San Diego. <laughs> yeah. took, took thirty years, but we found her. Hey, moving on. All right. I was gonna say why I had Serena Deep. Uh, 
I have Serena Deeb just because, like, what's next for Rosa if she just runs right through her? Also, Deeb just had probably one of the best women's feuds with Hikaru Shida. Yeah. So, I don't see why it would just be that easy for Thunder. Just, like, like walk, like, okay, beat Serena, next person. Okay, who's the next person going to be? Not that it's not anybody there, but, you know, who are we actually going to look at as that viable one? Yeah. So... I could see Serena winning. Also, she's probably the most technical person that she's faced, and she's beaten her before for the NWA women's title. Technically. Technically? What do you mean technically? You said... Never mind. Technical wrestler, technical... Never mind. Moving on to what... Your puns are awful. I know. (laughs) Moving on to what we are expecting to be the main event. Uh, Hangman Adam Page defending the AEW World Championship against CM Punk. CM Punk because he's turning heel. That's it. Just he's turning heel. No how. <laughs> um, he's desperate to become world champion. That's all. I'm he's go. not desperate. I say I Hangman is that. desperate to show that it doesn't bother him um, and that he, Punk doesn't phase him and I'm he's going to go make one mistake too many and get fucked up. I'm well, I'm going go with Punk, but I think either, like, I think someone's turning heel in this. Uh, no, it's Punk. It's Punk, but I believe it's going to happen in their rematch because I believe uh, in order to get your another match out of this, like, you know, Punk has to win. Yeah. So I'm going to say Punk. Right. Punk. I'm going Hangman here. Um, the way I see it, I feel as if... I say Hangman's been doing an excellent job as champion. I mean, I mean granted, he, 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 has had, he, has, he has had some boring times, mm-hmm. but he's had some amazing matches. And I just think that the company is going to keep rewarding him. With that being said, though, I can see Punk winning. And honestly, either way, I feel like we are going to have a blackout moment with a surprise. Yeah, I'll say it's, it's going to be at least for me. It's going to be one of two ways. It's either going to be blackout, mm-hmm. no music, lights up, Kenny, or or, or blackout, coin, Okada entrance. Yes, I think it's going to be Okada just to set up him versus Okada at the yeah. I, 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 I say because let's be honest. Who who I say whoever surprising because the way I'm seeing this is winner is facing whoever is going to be that surprise at Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. It, all, it, it all depends on whether or not AEW wants to have, like, like the a, like the AEW versus N, NJPW, mm-hmm. or whether you want to have, like, AEW be, like, their own match and NJPW have their own match. Yeah. I say, so the, so the way I see it is just, like, whoever, I say, I, I think that whoever ends up being the surprise will determine what way they want to go with the match. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, either way, I, I, truth, I truthfully think that both are dream matches, at least in my opinion. Yeah. I, I, I think that Paige and Okada can be absolutely amazing. Absolutely. And then, obviously, Punk and Okada, but then, obviously, but, also just Punk and Kenny. But we'll see whose predictions are right, whose are wrong, and who survives after this night. I mean, it's time. It's starting now. So we'll see everyone on the other side. Don't drink and drive, park and spark. Have a wonderful night. It's 420 somewhere. It's got to be 420 somewhere in this universe. Huh. Because it's not right now. No. Nope. Well, it's about to be. But with that said, be safe, everyone. Have a great Memorial Day. Let the good times roll. Fuck yeah. Farewell.